Welcome to the Minnesotan Podcast. Today we have a non-Minnesotan with us today, Brannon McManus from Huntington Beach, California. Brannon's a senior at the University of Minnesota on the 8-0 uh, Golden Gopher team. Uh, Brannon's going to sit down and talk to us about his hockey career. Started out in Southern California, ended up here in Minnesota at Shattuck St. Mary's. Won a couple national championships with the Sabres. Uh, played in the... Uh, USHL won a Clark Cup in the USHL. We're going to talk about his uh, athletic career. We're going to talk about his life growing up in California, uh, his time here at the University of Minnesota, and everything in between. Should be a great show. Thanks to our sponsor today's show, the, the uh, Minnesotan. Give gifts of tradition and nostalgia you can't find anywhere that your people will love more than this place, guaranteed. This place is, the, is worth the drive to downtown White Bear Lake. As my friend John King once said, it's the greatest store in the world. Thanks again to the Minnesotan for their sponsorship of these podcasts. If you go to the store or shop online, you get a 15% discount discount by mentioning the word YHH. Thanks again to the folks at the Minnesotan for their sponsorship. Love is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Well, good afternoon, Brandon. How are you doing today? Doing pretty well. Thanks for having me. I really screwed that one up. I, we went over this whole Brandon Brandon thing as a joke, and then I almost screwed it up right out of the gate. <laughs> I'm sure you get called Brandon quite a bit. Uh, I bet it's not even easy ordering coffee, is it? Uh, no, it is not. Uh, yeah, it's pretty actually. It's you know with the D and the N, it uh, no, it definitely makes it a little confusing at times. But uh, I've been pretty used to it my whole life. Yeah, I'm sure you've gotten used to it. Um, are you getting used to Minnesota? I would say so. Uh, um, I've been here for what seven, eight years now. So um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm more of a Minnesotan now than, than a Californian. But uh, you know, I'm actually going home to California for. Uh, Christmas break here, so uh, still still deep down in my home, but uh, definitely more of a Minnesotan now. It's so funny you told me that. We've spent the last three summers working the U of M camp together. A lot of fun memories working with kids in the from the from Minnesota here. You told me that. He goes, I feel like I'm more of a Minnesotan now than I am Californian. I've spent so much time here at Shattuck and and here at the University of Minnesota. What is it about Minnesota that you like maybe better than California? Obviously, besides, let's just take weather out of the equation. Uh, being a hockey guy, you kind of got to live in a cold weather area. You you probably knew that a long time ago. Yeah, hundred percent. What is it about Minnesota? that you like uh well you said take out weather but i do for weather like i like the change of seasons like i like the fall i like the summer i like the the winter like you know the cold weather like it's i feel like that's more of like a hockey feel and just you know being around the game my whole life that just makes it more normal to me um you know whenever my parents come visit they just complain about do they really they just complain about the the coldness and you know my mom will get get pissed when it's 50 degrees Oh like, yeah, so she's spoiled. It's like, it's like Is she born and bred in California? Um, yeah, so she's, both my parents are. So. Yeah, then it's really a, a comeuppance no, it, when you come here. But um, you know, even as a young young, uh, you know, playing youth hockey, um, traveling all the time, like I always loved going in the winter to to travel to you know Chicago or 
Um, you know, one of the Michigan. I would imagine you spent a lot of time as a youth trying to find a game. We'll get to that in a second. But, you know, you were probably in Detroit, Chicago, New York, New Jersey, Philly a lot, weren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't traveling. It wasn't the same. I mean, I, I try to explain to people like guys like you and Ryan Johnson where they get their game when they come to here or Chicago or yeah. uh, Detroit. I would bet. I bet you spent a ton of time in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> See, well, in California, there was usually just growing up. There was like that one top top dog in California, yep. and then you'd have like a, you know, for us it was the LA Junior Kings. And but was um, it even? Was it a fifty fifty game when you played the Kings? Because you were a duck, right? I was a, I was a well I was an LA Select if you remember where yes I remember I remember that. That. Yeah. and then uh, we merged with uh, the Junior Kings, so I was a King for a year. But our our rivals were the Ducks. Okay, so. Um, I mean, it was more, yeah, I mean, it was kind of 50-50. But and did you was, ever go to Arizona and play those guys? Were yeah, they any, were we've they been any to good? Arizona a couple of times. They were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's just not the competition you're getting from, you know, the Chicago teams or the Michigan teams or, um, you know, out east more. And we didn't really play a lot of Minnesota teams because they are all playing their, you know. And they're interested. In yeah, within the state. Account. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was it, like, growing up, though, that was one of my fondest memories was always traveling. And always okay. going to those. Did you, know. you think you were, because it's not cheap. Did you think that was pretty lucky? I mean, I, I don't. I know your brothers didn't play association hockey. They probably, played, did they play some roller? Or is that how you got into it, right? Yeah, I played roller for. But your brothers played roller? Is that how you got that's into exactly it? That's exactly how I got into it. Uh, God, I can remember some stupid stuff. <laughs> I know, no. It's, you know, I, we've, I've, what, three years old, I think I put on the, put on the roller blades, um, and I've always said this that whatever my brothers did, I you know they're, yeah. they're my role models. Um, that's what I wanted to do, and so obviously I put on my one little skate and tried. Lear- I learned how to skate by putting one on and then pushing with the other. Yeah, with just no skate on. So um, I kind of just had a knack for it and started playing roller as as uh, you know as a team. And okay, um, they moved to ice probably a year later, a year and a half later, and I've, obviously whatever they did, I'm. I want to do. They're quite a bit older too, right? Oh, they're ten years. Nine yeah, or ten years. So. Okay, so now you're just like you were super young. Yeah, really young. So they, um, yeah, it kind of just followed in their footsteps, and I just I fell in love with with ice. How did they roller, get? So. How did you get from roller to ice because of them, or was there some guy at the rink who said, "Bro, we need you on our squad"? I I did because of my brothers. They when they were in high school, I believe at this yeah. time they were fourteen, maybe. Um, so they kind of got into that ice hockey and, you know, if I was just, I was too young to understand what was going on. Like I'm right. four years old. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just hopped on and loved it when I was a little kid. So just moved on from there. And do you remember your first like uh legit California coach guy who was either, whether it was training you or coaching you as a squirt or a mice yeah. or whatever, who was it? I actually got taught by, um, a girl named Punky who taught she called her Punky. Really? Um I know some other California guys will know who who that is if whoever from California is listen, listening to this, but she taught me how to skate. So at a young age when I was 3 or 4 years old, she taught me how to skate and you know kind of you know get me isolated with hockey, with ice with um cuz you have so, a lot of choices in California. Oh yeah. Because what people don't what they fail to realize is 10, 11, 12 months out of the year, you can golf. You know, you yeah. can play baseball. You can play soccer. It's really weird to play hockey. Yeah. It's really weird. It'd be like someone in Minnesota playing water polo 
like you you play water polo you know it would be, it'd be that yeah. weird of a of a of a thing other than that they have a professional two professional teams in your town but it's a little bit off did, yeah. you, did you have to explain to your friends what you were doing kind of i mean or were your friends just the guys I mean, at the rink so back when i was young young we lived in a you know not huntington or newport beach we were in a place called upland california so um, the stereotype of playing a hockey player there was because when you're in the beach, when I went to school there for a year, I mean, they were all, you know, West Coast, yeah. you know, gnarly. Like that yeah. was like the stereotype that we see that Minnesotans think of, yeah. of California. But when I was in Upland, California, it wasn't not, not too much of a stereotype. It was like, oh, he's going to hockey. He's a hockey player. Like, that's pretty cool. Okay. It's not, it wasn't that off, you okay. know. Um, but. You know, and then that so that was one of the first coaches I had was Punky, and then the one real coach that I had was my first team ever. I remember him completely, because um, I played with uh, I was two years younger than when I played with, because I was too young to play at the time. So I had to play with two years up, and I was like might be or like Adam. Well, you guys might have called yeah. Adams or whatever. It was yeah. B, like one of the worst levels you could play. Um, but I there's kids on that team that are play today and still college hockey. Like we played really Dakota Raby, who's yeah. Um, who's on Michigan. We just played Michigan. He was yep. on my, you know, in 2003 or whatever that was. Really? On my might be team. Um, so it's crazy how like hockey, the hockey world is. Yeah. Especially from a small place like California. Yeah. Um, where the, where the hockey's not too much of a, you know, major sport there. So at some point, did you get uh, intoxicated with the sport where you could just do it any time, anywhere? Yeah, I mean... Well, how when, old so were you? I was fortunate to have, like, a decent street, like, to, like, a roller, a yeah. roller hockey street. Flat, so you, probably. Like, like, yeah, so, uh, street hockey. And I just put on the rollerblades and start, you know, getting my stick, my roller puck out there, and I just start, you know, imitating being in the NHL or something like that and just skating So, college hockey's... I've heard from Craig Johnson, Ryan had really no concept of college hockey before he chose to play college hockey. I'm sure you have the same situation, I had, right? I would say a little bit different, kind of the same. Like, I never really thought about, like, college hockey until I got to Shattuck. Um, but my... So, I have two brothers. One, they're my half-brothers, so mm -hmm. different dad, but their dad... Uh, is a huge North Dakota hockey fan. No way. Like a huge North Dakota hockey uh, fan. Like obnoxious? They're all obnoxious. Uh, they're all, okay. yeah. I mean, there's like, yeah, they're not, they're Sioux fans. Um, so I kind of got introduced to like college hockey in that way. And I'm, it's kind of ironic because now I'm a gopher. And yeah. Like I got forced to follow North Dakota. Um, but that was kind of my first glimpse of it. And then obviously going to Shattuck, that kind of changed everything. And, Seeing Minnesota, and I just instantly fell in love with it right away. But right, um, it's crazy. All right, let's go back. I'm just kind of we're inching up the ladder here. I want to get to the brick. Uh, you, so you you did a lot of this self taught stuff. At some point, you had to have caught the eye athletically of somebody to play not in just one brick but two. And the brick is, I mean, this is a pretty stiff competition. And and we've we talked about Quinn Hughes and. You know the, the the class that oh one class that brick where all those kids that played were drafted a year ago who are now you know there was dozens of them that were in the brick. What was your experience of getting there? Was that the first time where you'd seen you know like the light went on like this is unbelievable? Yeah, that was, is that like eleven year? Yeah, ten and eleven. Ten and eleven. Yeah, yeah. 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 so that that was my first. I think that was the 
first like huge tournament that we all had at that age, uh, or like kind of the start of everything. But uh, I was fortunate to go twice, so I went with my '98 birth year, um, the year older. So we had some pretty good players on that one. We had uh, we actually had two underagers, so me and Jason Robertson. Yep. You guys know who that is. He just drafted in the second round yep. in the 2017 draft to Dallas. So um, we had him on our team, and we had a good team. You know, we we. It was fun. It was a great experience. You're playing in the mall. You're living in a hotel for a week because the hotel's in the mall. Yeah. So you're, you know, it's fun. It's one of the best experiences ever. And then, uh, fast forward to the '99 birth year. That's kind of how it worked with California, and, and you know, it was the '98 birth year for you know multiple '99s played in the '98 birth year. Yeah. And then when our Pee Wee major year came, we kind of all talked to each other, and um, you know, my I gave my dad credit too for kind of organizing a. Uh, you know, the 99 birth year together and um, coming together to make a pretty, like a super team, you want to call it, of California. Right. Um, and so you went to Quebec. So uh, that, so that's what wait, brick the started. Brick, go back to the brick, though. The, At the brick, you guys did really well. That's what it started. So we started that 99 birth year connection. And then when Pee Wee came after that, yeah. that brick tournament, we all already knew each other. And so we said, Let's stay Let's together. Let's just stay together. Let's, we don't need to play up anymore. So you went both. You, did you say you won at Quebec or you finished? We won Quebec my 99 birth year. year. So your major peewee year yes. or not your, your yes. minor year? My major peewee year. So your major peewee year. Did you, okay, uh, we we follow it some degree because it's just it's such a spectacle, right? Um, but if I recall, their, their bracketing system is still the goofiest thing in the world. Yeah, you can lose in the first round and win the championship or you can win all six in a row. Did you go one and then five and oh, or did you go six straight and win it? Yeah, we went, oh, we lost the first one. <laughs> so, so you backdoored it. Yeah, but I don't like that because I think it's harder. I think that it's, you're playing in a, in a, a more packed, so like when the, you have the Coliseum, we put in the Coliseum at yeah. one time, and the games, you, you, if you're playing the Quebec team, the game's already obviously going to be packed. Yeah. Uh, but like just in every average game, the games aren't that packed. So it's like not the, like the full experience. We were playing in mall, like in malls. We were playing in community rinks, and the games were standing room only. Like oh, it was, really? It only hold 2,000, 3,000, and you couldn't move. The games were insanely packed. Really? And we played, you know, we played Detroit Comp, where they had Sasha Chmielewski on that team. They had, yep. you know, Trubas. They had, I don't know if they can't remember. Back in the day, they were yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. all these top stuff. Well, Sasha still is top, top, top dog. But um, you know, we had to go. We had to go through a Quebec team. We had to go through a lot of hard teams that should have won their first games too. Yeah. And I think that's just you know the first game is just you know if you don't play well, you get another chance. It's just pretty it's good. It's a weird system. But we ended up playing uh, the Burnaby Winter Club and uh, so no, no North Shore Winter Club. Okay. Uh, and the championship and the game was obviously packed. We. Know fifteen thousand people. It's something you dream of ever when you're thirteen years old. Like yeah. that's the coolest thing ever. Um, and we we just had a good team that year. Oh, we, do you remember any of the guys that played for the North Shore? Uh, Jordy Bellarive. Yeah. Um, Nolan Neen. He's played in the dub last year. Um, yeah. Jordy Bellarive though was that he was like the, the king of that tournament. Yeah. The king. Like every I remember like his hockey card going around and. Everyone, what do you mean by hockey paying. cards? You guys you, all have you, your cards. You got traded cards. You traded pins. That was like oh the, really? That so was they the, had cards instead of pins. They had both. Oh uh, really? Pin trading was the main thing. But I, I like, y- you see like 
cards being traded. All that. We had cards to trade. Really? Um, I got a new idea. You've given me a new idea. Going through a lot, like. It it was it was cool to see. I like and, it. I like this trading card thing. Um, so yeah, so you was, guys hoist the trophy, uh, sold out fifteen thousand. I mean, does yeah. I mean you could just shut it down at that point in your career, right? Uh, I mean, like, it, it was fun. Like, it was, I wish I was older and experienced it more at the same time because when you're that young, it's just like you can't absorb it. Yeah. Right? Um, but no, that's obviously something I'll have forever too. It's you know everyone knows what the Quebec tournament is. Everyone pretty much growing up in hockey knows what it is. So I think if when you say that you won Quebec, everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to have it in your back pocket. So um, walk through the uh, process of uh, staying. Did you build it with families? I did. That's what I want to hear about. Yeah. So, so I so actually. Your full family gets, you just get dropped off at some random person's house. or Yeah, I actually got lucky. And my billets were, like, the billet directors yeah. of, like, the whole, like, process. So, like, we got all, like, the like the special treatment from our billets. Um, What's so special treatment? Well, give me just an example. Just, like, they, they had the in with everything. They were, like, the ones that controlled, like, where we were going to go. So, like, we just got the in with everything. And we had, um, you know, just the, what is it, the ice uh, the ice statue, like, the ice yeah, museum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had tubing. We had... Um, you know, uh, pond hockey. Um, we had like our team like uh, fondue night. So like they just so they all the, the while you're staying at these people's homes. Your parents are staying at hotels. Yes, really. So you don't even see your parents except when you're at the rink. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's they, like a vacation. I mean, it's kind of like for camp. when you're that young. That was probably like yeah, no parents, like no rules, like. It's yeah. pretty, but no, I I got lucky too. I had my billets two years in a row because I went to I yeah. went to Quebec twice. So I was so when I go my sophomore or my second year to the Quebec, I'm already like I feel like I'm already family with these guys. So you're probably got a cell phone by this point, right? So have you stayed in touch with these people? Oh yeah, you yeah, know what they, I mean. Like it's actually, not like it's a pen pal thing. Yeah, anymore. they actually came to California and really, but there they were the California billets. So they like billeted. For years. For, like, after me and before me. So, like, they come to California and they, like, just see all the people they... That's cool. Yeah, no, it's really cool. It's a really cool thing. That is really cool. All right, so fast forward out of Pee Wee's. uh, You must have played one year of Minor Bantam, another year of Minor Bantams in California, right? Minor Bantam, yeah. Yep, so one more year of Minor Bantam in California. So that was the year I was a king. Yeah, like you were king. Year. Okay, yes, all right, king. got it. All right, um, and I'm sure you you kept the band back band together, and you guys probably did yeah, we pretty good, well, right? Yeah, we had a really good team. That, and by the way, that was the year. I don't know if you know, you, you probably do for sure. Kayla Barnes. Yeah, yeah, she's Olympic champion. Yeah, um, she was our On captain your, of our of our. Team. Oh, really? And yeah, she banned him year, and she was still our captain. Like she was that good. So yeah. Little, That's really cool. A little glimpse of how good she was. and Yeah, we to play that level. Playing it. Then she was throwing her body around, too. Like she, oh, yeah. Well, she there was, was checking that. Yeah, oh, yeah. And she, you know, she's just good. She goes to show you how good she was. And was obviously. Was Quebec, because this is a weird, was there body checking in Quebec or was it no check? It was checking our year, I believe. Was it? Yeah. Because there, there was a change there. There, there was a change. Right I think we were the last year. I'm pretty sure because I remember talking about this. And I remember well, we were always hitting my peewee year. Yeah, and that's the year I think we were the last year where it changed. Where it where went Pee-wee's away. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you never had any no check hockey then? 
that you Correct. remember. Correct. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, all right. So you have one year minors play with the Kings. Let's go through the decision of okay. I'm going to move two thousand miles away or whatever it is between Huntington Beach and and the tw- and Faribault. So how did you go through that process? I mean, so let's see. Ben, do you know Ben Lown? I believe Ben Lown is uh, played with me in Cali. Plays on Miami right now. Okay, no, um, I know. So he actually went to Shattuck, uh, the year. So he's a '98. He, so he was a freshman when I was kind of thinking about going to Shattuck. And okay, um, I skated. I trained with him a couple times throughout the summers. And is he a Cali kid? Yeah. All right. So that's kind of how I got introduced to Shattuck. The and, concept, right? And um, you know, I I just moved from that Upland, California place I was talking about to yep. Newport. Um, so I started a new school already, and I was gave the idea to my dad as if, like... Threw it up there, I right? threw it up Trial there. Balloon. It wasn't... Because I didn't know what I wanted at the time either. I knew that like the my team was going to start changing here. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the, we uh, we travel every weekend as it is. Like, it's might as well just, you know, check it out. Might yep. as well. So I go there and... Within, so how did you... So when you said, Dad, I'm thinking of going about going to a $40,000 a year prep so, school. So... The thing is, it was just kind of outrageous. like the thing is, my dad was all for it. My dad was like, you know what, I love it, like, cause he he had a feeling that I like I, you know, I could do something with the sport, and um, you know, I knew I could, but my mom obviously had just had the toughest time with it. <laughs> but th- well, this is just up in the air. Like, we I know had to go, the other thing is, we know for sure one person's gonna listen to this podcast. It's your mom. Oh, so let's get her right. Uh, yeah. So what do you mean she had a tough time? Just letting her baby go, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean. Th- Looking back on it too, and I okay, well, I will I'll re- rewind to visiting that place. Okay, so where, now you get a, you like get a chance. Visit. He says, "Sure, let's go check it out." What does mom so, say when you say, "Sure, let's check it, it out"? It was actually just me and uh, me and my dad who okay. visited. Um, it was after a tournament, and we just took a little extra two days off. But she knew you were going. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, all right. And I at this I point know she's within, thinking it's a pipe dream, right? Within like the first five to ten minutes, I was like, "I'm coming here. Like this place is unreal." Um, what was it? Was it the rink? Was it the was it the facilities? For, I think it was the whole experience as a whole. Or was it the banner like with Jonathan head, Taves and Zach Parisi? Which was I think in Sydney Crosby. In my head, that that experience that these kids were living, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And I thought that there's no way that they're not getting good at hot. Like you know, they're getting they're better. They're getting better at their sport. They're getting an insane education. And they're living with their best friends, and like I don't. Sign me up, as right? Like, as when I'm 13, 14 years old, I'm like that. There's nothing better in life, I don't think. Um, so I obviously I got back home and I said, Dad, like I, you know, I gotta go. How and many gotta, times did you say, Dad, I gotta go before you even got home? It was pretty. It was a lot. Yeah, I mean, I I knew though that like my mom was gonna be a tough time to try and convince. Um, which is makes sense. Yeah, that for sure. Your baby boy and yeah, I'm thirteen. Like, why? Why? What kind of? Why would anyone do that? You know, right? Um, but you know, I'm very fortunate. I'm very fortunate because that changed. You know, I got me here. I got me right here. Yeah. Um, within a year. Yeah. So it, it's. You know, yeah, within, I give a lot of so credit. in May. I give a lot of credit. Whatever to my year mom. would that be? Thirteen, and then you won a four twelve. That was. You were 13 years old 13 in May. Years old. So yep. it would be, yeah, 2013. And a year later, uh, 14 would have been? 13. Yeah, 20. I still think it would be 2013, 2014. Was your first year here? Yes. Huh. 
I don't know, whatever it was. But a year later, literally almost to the day, you commit to the Gophers. Yeah. This is obviously the early recruitment, you know, stuff they don't do yeah. anymore. But you committed like May or June. It was right after the national camp selection yeah, process here. Two weeks after. I remember that. And I was like, I remember calling Grant. And I was like, it's about time. He goes, well, we, it took us a couple of days to finally get him convinced. But, yeah, we really wanted him. Uh, they loved you that year at Shattuck. That team, let's get right to it. That team was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you had two forward lines that were unstoppable. Yeah. And did you play with Reedy? I played with Reedy. Feels and, like uh, it was on your line. It yeah. was me, Reedy, and Hutzko. We were that. And he's yeah. at BC, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he had originally committed to Penn State, right? I what? I think so. He might have. Yeah. I'm not sure, but he's having a heck of a year already. Yeah. The they're very year. good. Yeah. They're very good. You'd like to play those guys, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not on the, the list. That's we not going to be on the list. Best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was that line. And then uh, Austin Pratt, who, do you remember who he played with? Um, Miss Mash. They had uh, McManaman. McManaman, you know, Alex Mella. They yeah. Guys, yeah, they had a, we had a great team. Like, that, that Bantam team, you know, to see, like, five years down the road and see where all, all these guys are at, it's crazy. Like um, yeah, I saw you guys play about five or six different times, but the team that was always so fun to watch was was uh, the Chicago Mission, yep. and obviously you got a chance to play them in the in the uh, finals. We'll get to the finals in a second, because uh, that, that was a pretty interesting and fun story. But the walkthrough playing them, I think you had them at least six times that year, uh, was – and and it was like there was no other level of competition that they were that you could find that you're except those guys. Do you remember anything specific about that team or those guys? Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, I mean, that was always the the games that we got up for, right? Because like, like I remember, like in Bantam Year, the first twenty games, I don't think we lost a game. Mm-mm. I think we went twenty and zero, right. which is crazy. Like, yeah. I was, <laughs> but. Um, when we played the mission, they were like twenty and oh too. Yeah. And I knew like, you know, Doogie was, you know, kind of a freak of nature back in the day. Like he was no one could stop that guy. Yeah. Um, you know, they had top dogs too, like, you know, uh Joey Keane, Ed Slaggart, Slag- uh, Notre yep. Dame and uh, uh Kolkowski. What, what was there was an Asian guy who plays at Wisconsin. What was wasn't he there too? Uh, Inamoto. Inamoto. He was on yeah. our team though. Oh, he's on your team. He okay, a, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I thought he was a, a mission guy. He's from Chicago. Uh, That's why I got thrown off. So, I mean, we just knew it was going to be it, – it still gets me fired up, you know, <laughs> thinking about it because it's – that was a fun – that was like the, you know, our natty championship every time we played Every him. time we played him. And we kind of knew that it was going to be us too. Yeah. Uh, Bell Tyler was pretty good that year too, but, um, you know, it was, it's only fitting that we played him in the championship and it was a fun – all right, let's Definitely. go through that game. Uh, so here's my recollection. I remember I paid to watch that game because I knew it was going to be such a great game. I'd seen you play twice before that. It's a Sunday. Um, it's in Green Bay, right? Is that right? I knew it was way eastern Wisconsin. It's in Green Bay. Uh, there's a ton of people there. But most importantly, your student body shows up. And did you know in advance they were going to show up? Or we kind of knew a day before. Yeah, uh, they kind of. But you put, didn't believe we get it. the school emails, and we're like, "Hey, yeah, the boys are coming to watch." And us. so a bus full of SSMers show up, yeah. and it turns into basically like 
I gotta say, it sounded like a rock concert in there. Uh, and you've had you've had student body at your games before, but on the road like that, that must have been a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, I. So the cool part I think was the most about that was when we were Bantams, we never had like a like the school show up for our games. We're Bantams, really we're okay. The freshman, yeah, of the, yeah, of yeah, the yeah, school. yeah. So we didn't have anyone come to our game. So when we see that. People were coming to watch us, and it was even a bigger game because at that time, a Bantam team has never won a Natty Championship at Shattuck. That's right. So That's we were right. kind of that. We still haven't, I don't think. And, no. You know, I remember that was a, a it was a fun game. I remember Reedy. I was on the ice when Reedy scored that first goal, but and like he put his hands up in the air right away when student section right in front of the student section, and it just brings chills because it's just like young. You know, we're fourteen years old, but we got. Our fifty friends watching. Yeah, it seemed like five hundred. It like looked like hundreds. To it was me. maybe it was more. It, than no, 50. it was probably a hundred. But yeah, it was, you know, it was fun. Like it's something you'll always remember for sure. Yeah. So you've had at this point, you're fourteen years old. You've had tons of success. You've been the semis of the brick. You've won the uh, uh, Quebec, and you won a national championship. Next year, you play sixteens at Shattuck, yeah. and you go to Buffalo and win another national championship. Who'd you guys beat in the championship? Honey Baked. Honey Baked. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to They had to a good team. Of... They had uh, Vanya, Nia, Sasha again, um, Pasujov. Yeah, the ones, Colin, what, the ones at uh, Michigan, right? Yeah, Yeah. Colin Adams. He plays at North Dakota. Yeah. Uh, St. Cyr was in that, I believe. Adams? Yeah, Adams is the one who got the penalty last night. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, we watched the game. <laughs> Um, I've never seen that where you get a hand pass off the face off and some delay a game. Yeah, it was I rarely see that. But uh, you know, they had a good team. The their controversy, I believe it's I don't know if it's controversy, but uh, they had like a double overtime game the night before. Yeah, because we beat them seven to one in the championship game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that game before they had for the semis, they had to play like a double overtime and way later than what we played in. And so they say they were pretty. Good they say that's that. that that's their well. Don't go to double overtime then, right? I mean, yeah. All right. So now you've finished your 15U year. This is the year leading into national camp. You're a major Division One recruit. Uh, do you even get invited to the camp? You invited to the the forty camp yep. for the national program. Yep. So you show up there. This is the one. I don't know a lot about these camps for whatever reason. I had a ton of inside information that went on at this camp. But this is the camp where they, they were, like, wrestling, right? They were, oh, like, yeah. all kinds of, like, psychological warfare and wrestling. And uh, what was your take on, 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 on that camp? Well, then we'll go to take not making the camp, making the team. But what was your take on that camp? Was it was it intimidating being around all these guys or Yeah, I mean, it exciting? was – Exciting? What was it? You know, I, th- I, I enjoyed it. Like, I – Thought it, you know, it was it was a good experience for sure. Um, you know, you had top players around. It's a big deal. You know, you got a chance to play for your country. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we had the off ice training with the with Kirk. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that was in, I think that was the most intimidating part. You know, because it was it was a good experience. It was a long time ago too. Like it was, you know, it was three or four, three days for me. But yeah. Um, you know, I thought I played well, and um, you know, it's just. Stuff happens where you don't make it, and it's all right. And it's everything I firm believe everything happens for a reason. But here, though, this is this is a good lesson. You just, you kind of led me to it. There is some disappointment. You know, I remember you've probably never been cut. You've made every yeah. team you wanted. The Gophers picked you up 
when you're 13 years old or 14 years old, like you've had no disappointment. You've won national. You've done everything. Hockey's easy. This is your first kind of taste of of defeat in some ways. What would what did that do for you and kind of build for you in the future of your career? So I think, you know, that was a uh, that camp happened four days before we went to Natty's. Oh, it was. So, uh, usually it was after. Yeah, Maybe they changed it after that. So. I don't know, and then we obviously go and and kind of dominated that tournament, right? As a team, and um, you know, I think that was the most important thing for me to do is just make sure that you know do everything you can to to win that, and because you're still playing the top players, and we're 16s. Everyone, right? Was, uh, you know, they had the prep team, like we had Reedy and Mismash on the prep team, but no one else in that birth year was really playing 18s. They were playing 16s. 16s. So. Um, it was a good test for me to kind of, you know, prove because everyone kind of knew they made the team like a day after the camp. Did they really? And obviously, when I see my four buddies, you know, make it, make it, it's like, okay, well, you know, I'll do something better. Who were the guys that made it? Uh, Grant and Scott. And yeah, Grant, Scott, Logan, Hutzko, oh, Inamoto. that's right. Yeah, yeah, so, Inamoto made it. Right. Um. Yeah. All right. So after that, you leave Shattuck, right, as a 16-year-old. Yep. So you were basically drafted, or did you get, uh, you weren't, were you drafted? I tendered Tendered. You you tendered with Omaha, and you spent one full year in Omaha? Yep. All right, I got to check my notes here. First time I've had to check the notes. Yeah, one full year in Omaha, you played 58 games, 39 points. Not bad. For a 16-year-old? Yeah, no, that was kind of, yeah. That's pretty good. There's some... Ask Jackson Nelson about his first year in Sioux Falls. He didn't. No, I I was a lot of zeros. If you know what I'm saying, it was. Uh, it's hard. I had a yeah. That was one of my favorite years of hockey for sure. Really? Yeah. Who was your coach? Brian Kaufman. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he's with, he's in Omaha now. Yeah. UNO. Uh, but my I just think the group that we had over there was because my captain was Nicky Rivera. Yep. Uh, he was the captain for Minicato the yeah. last two or three two seasons. Um. And he's a one of a kind guy, and that guy. <laughs> Tell kinda, me more. What do you mean? Just that guy is one of the best leaders. One of first of all, one of the best leaders I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he just his his presence in a locker room is something that like I've been around a lot of people in my hockey life. Yeah, and he's for sure like one of the most noticeable people in how to like get a team to follow you. And really, um, it was pretty cool to see. And you know, he's a one of a kind guy. Just the way he he. And, approaches himself to the to the team and to into you know coaches and outgoing and um you know he's I consider him one of my one of my good buddies and uh you know it was kind of a very fortunate for me to go into a situation like that and yeah. kind of learn from him and you know I was actually his line mate you know and we're completely different players yeah we're completely different players but you know it's all it's really good for someone to take to learn, especially at a young age, from a guy like that, we're totally off the rails now. But you just said you brought something. I want to get it. I want to get right to it because uh, I wouldn't. I didn't plan on talking about you as a player and the type of player you are. We're different players, and I'm like, well, because the player I saw when you were 14 and 15 at Shattuck was playmaker. You know, yeah. you had great ice vision, great playmaker, could make plays, could score too. But then you got to the U, and it's just been goal, goal. Goal, goal, sniper. Do you think of yourself as a playmaker or a sniper? See, I still think of myself as a playmaker. So do I. Um, but is it just the, the the pucks are starting to go in for you kind of th- thing? Yeah, I mean, 
Not to pump I mean, your tires year, too much my, here, my, but my right? sophomore year was more of a goal scoring type year. But last year I was more of a play. I went back to my playmaking ways. Uh, and then this year you're scoring again before said, you got yeah, hurt, right? Yeah, d- yeah. Okay, so I think of you now. I'm like college player, goal scorer. I just think it's the way it works, and I, I, you know, I do believe that my vision is one of my best parts of my game, and I think it gets better as I, you know, continue to get older, and obviously being a fourth year guy in, in NCAA, it makes yeah, you know, the game gets easier as you go on. Yeah, it um, does. So. All right, sorry to jump off the yeah, rails no, here. I thought it was a – you saw you talk about this guy's a player. I'm like, okay, well, what are you as a player? Because I thought – I think of two separate types of players when I saw you as a youth and then yeah. you get to school. So, all right, so first year Omaha. Uh, how did you get from Omaha to Chicago? Um, just kind of the way things were going in that year. And uh, it was my draft year. I remember that. Um, you know, I just – a lot of th- a lot of things under the under the hood that you know we don't really need to get into, but um, <laughs> no, I, it was it's the all, first it, time you've shied up here on the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know what? And you and I have talked plenty off of this show, and we never really got into the details of that. But you, you said it wasn't a good situation. You got into a great situation. Yeah, in Chicago, I was lucky. And you, you guys know? really d- took off. Uh, in Chicago, walk yeah. through winning the Clark Cup and so, some of your teammates and memories from that season. Yeah, I mean, I think that was probably one of the, like that was like a true feeling of winning a championship. Like the grind of having like that whole season, the grind of being traded, going to a new team, making sure you don't want to go into a situation where you feel like you're not a part of the team. Yeah, going into people who've had training camp together, you know. Um, so it was a good learning experience for me to like kind of work my way up for them to respect me. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was kind of, that took, you know, a good couple, a couple games and and a couple practices and, um, you know, just focus on being a good teammate and all that. But that team was was the coach, uh, Dan Muse. Okay. All right. Uh, that team was unbelievable. Just the camaraderie that we had, the, you know, the way we were, you know, playing as a team, the way we were hung out after practices and um, the way we all prepared for games. Like, that team is a one-of-a-kind team. Um, you know, I remember going into that championship series against uh, Sioux City, and we're looking down the each roster, and, I like, I people were saying that they had the, the stronger roster. Like, on paper, they were yeah. a better team. But in our heads, we're, we were the better te- team. Like, team. Yeah, they you had know? better individuals. And yeah, they had Ellie Tolvin and they had Pops Facil, they had, you know, Kepke, they had all these top guys and you know we were just a better team. You know, yeah. our leadership group was unbelievable. We had Jake Dremko, Reggie Lutz, uh Lewandowski, he's yeah. everyone knows him on Michigan State. He's an unbelievable player. Um, he was on your team. He's Johnny good. Walker, he's got sixty goals in the NCAA right now. Yeah. Uh, Mark Johnstone, he's captain for Sacred Heart right now. I mean, these guys are can, like they're leaders in their in their college teams. Yeah, it's just like that's just the kind of culture that they had, and you know the way we won that. I don't know if you remember how we won. No, I don't remember. I, I remember following it on Twitter a little bit. This, I think there's a picture. Picture you can't write like make it up. You can't write it in a script. Like it's, it's. I think it's pretty crazy. Let's but, hear it. Um, it was game four, so it was a five game series. Yep. That's how they went. So game four. We're at our place. We're You're up two to one in the series. So okay. if we win this game, we're gonna it's over. win. You already got the champagne uh, on ice, right? Oh, we were fired up. I think we were up two goals with. It was four to three. No, it was we we're up a goal. It was four to three. With like a minute left. 
minute 30 left maybe, and the puck comes over the – they flick the puck out of the zone, and Ellie Tolvanen gets on a breakaway, scores, ties it up. Unbelievable move, too. I remember it completely because <laughs> this is like – this is we're out, we're a minute away from winning the Clark Cup at yeah. home. The place is packed. We don't have packed barns in, in Chicago. In Chicago, right. You, you know, told like, me this. Yeah, yeah, um, So then 30 seconds later, we're still in regulation, and we had a chance to get the puck out. We didn't get the puck out. <laughs> guy gets it over to the the guy for a slap shot, and the guy absolutely pospisil. I've never seen a puck go inside of a net and outside of a net faster in my whole entire life. And I sat there on the bench, and I was like, "What just happened?" And that takes a lot out of you. Yeah, the fact it does. that you have to go back to you just played an extra seventeen games out of a season that you've played sixty in, and like obviously like the NHL does it all the time. But yeah, it that was devastating. That moment right there was like, okay. They have all the momentum in the world right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? We were just stuck together as a team. We had to go on the road or play on a Tuesday night in Sioux City, Iowa. And, um, you know, we ended up, it was 1-1 going to overtime. And uh, we're playing three lines the whole pre- the whole game pretty much. Yeah. And in overtime, um, coach tells the fourth line to go out there. And we're, they have all the energy in the world. And we're like, all right, let's go. And they just are absolutely buzzing in the zone in overtime. And Graham Willibridge gets the puck at the point, passes it like a kind of a shot pass to Tyler Gratton, and he just spins around, goes bar down, and just sells his butt off. And really? Like, it was the coolest thing. You can't rank it up. The fourth line does it. First goal all playoffs, first point all playoffs. Like, you can't make it up. And and it, was it because he put him out there because the other guys were gassed? Yeah, and he needed some oh, energy? Yeah, I was, yeah. I mean, I, I looked down the bench and, like, you had to put him out there. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were yeah, all yeah. dead. And it was unreal. Like it was unbelievable. Oh, so the cool. way they scored, it was a snipe. It was a bar down, and it was just a yard sale. It was no one else in the building was celebrating but our team. Yeah, you can't make it. Like it was the I get the chills. And the, the Musketeer it. fans are head of the exits, oh, right? And it was just unbelievable. And our that team is just like it. Kind of reminds me of the team that we have right now this year. I was gonna kind of lead to that too because this is you've been at the U now for three years, and there's been no championships. It's about time you. Uh, bring some hardware. Don't I mean it's kind of your thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I, I kind of make that thing. I said I win championships every, at every level. Yeah, yeah, I know. You better you get know. there. Uh, I think you got a pretty good squad. Uh, before we get to this year's team, I got we got some guys we're gonna buzz their tower a little bit. Uh, but let's talk about the past. Let's talk about your first three years at the U. There's a there's a you know it's some good talking points here, yeah. um, especially you've been there for four years. I'd love to talk about your recruitment and and Don Lucia. We Don Lucia he retires and it's just like he's been a vapor. He's been just gone, right? Yeah. You know he's he was in our lives for so many years here in Minnesota. Walk through the process of meeting Don Lucia. Did you meet him before you committed to the U, or was it just Grant, or no, what was yeah. the process I, of that? Uh, I did meet him, so I had to do my, you know, my official uh, unofficial visit at yep. that time. Um, so I got to, you know, meet. So how did you do? Uh, sorry, stupid question. How does a fourteen-year-old kid take an official visit to the University of Minnesota when his parents live in California? Unofficial. So did they? Your parents come here and drive no, you? Up I here? think I was by myself. I was by myself. How'd you get point. there? You didn't. Uh, you don't have a driver's license. I think we were already playing in like for a game. I think we played like the Minnesota Blades or something. In I, Ryuji. I was there. I was. And at I that think game. I just. I got there a little bit earlier. I told one of the coaches. Yeah, it was. I told one of the coaches, and I just got, drove up a bit early. And okay, got it. All right. So it was. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's only forty-five minutes away. Okay, it all right. Too bad away, but 
Um, yeah, so I got to meet Don. Obviously, the how much, much did you know? We talked. We talked about the whole Ryan Johnson thing, not knowing much about college hockey. Now you get to Shattuck. Everyone's talking about committing to this school or being yeah. to this school in college hockey, and all those different that that path is very now clear, much clearer in your head. And now you get to meet Don Lucci. What did you know about him? What did you know about the U? What did you know about college hockey at this point? Um. Well, I actually did a lot of my research that year because okay. when I when. You know, when you're a new guy, new guy out of state going into a place where it's like Minnesota Gophers are like just not just hockey related, but like everyone wants to be part of the Gophers. Right. Um, You know, and I quickly realized like the passion of like the fans have for the program and, um, you know, the alumni that go and come through there. And it's it's just like brought like a big attention to my, you know, to me and um the more I like dove into it, is the more I got more excited about it. And when I got like Grant's call, it just made me fired. Like I just was like, "All right, let's do this. Let's, you know, let's let's keep talking." And um, when I go went to like see the place for the first time, I was like, "This is place is pretty cool. It's just it fits me. Like, right. I want to be. I'm an outgoing person, and I want to be a part of something like big. I don't want to be like, you know, a Minnesota State." Where it's smaller and like right, I, I my whole thing is I want to see, see someone new every single day, and that's just an opportunity to like meet someone new. I had a I went to the U obviously, and I had a, a roommate of mine who moved from Pittsburgh, and just like you know, random question probably when he was a freshman, I said, "Hey Jeff, why did you come here? Why did you come to Minnesota? You could have gone to he's a real smart kids. You could have picked anywhere he wanted. He goes, oh, it's really simple. I wanted to go to a big school in a big city." And I wanted to be in the Big Ten. Yeah. Big schools, big city, Big Ten. To this day, I still say that to them all the time. And it's kind of why a lot of kids want to go to school there. Yeah. And it and it's it's the, the you know, like, I think it's one of the worst years to be 8-0, too, because of, <laughs> you know, the, the, the interactions that when you win games here, when the, like, so I remember last year when we went on that, like, seven-game heater yeah. and, like, we were, like, 11-3, and three, people got excited. Yes. Right. People, not just like our alumni, not just you know people on the board, like people in the school, like people our our peers. They got excited, and that's like the coolest part. I think is when you win here, it is something special, and we haven't won anything yet. So that's what that's why I'm so motivated. And I think that's why like the older guys on our team are so motivated to really win this year because of like how good that feels and how good the feeling is to for like. For this Being, all to it's, happen. It's unbelievable. You did one of the famous row the boat uh, uh, sellies after, I think you were down at Notre Dame, right? In Michigan. Was it, was it Michigan? Yeah. And it was the same weekend I think the Gophers had beaten Penn State, Penn State. right? And they were had, they were on their run and you did that. You were What was neat about that selly um, was it was kind of like you're like, hey, we're all in this together. We're rowing the yeah. boat too. And it's you're kind of, of like – Hey, these guys are probably in the locker room watching the game in the locker room, weren't you? That yeah. Penn State game. I don't really call my sellies at all. I kind of let them come out. I probably <laughs> makes me think I probably should start calling them more because I'm two for two. Yeah. When I'm because I told Brian Deutsch, um, I told him before the game. I said, "Hey, if I score this game, I got catch me. Like I'm gonna do the roll the boat." <laughs> yeah. And I first shift of the game, you know, I, I did it and it was funny and. You know, I'm, I'm glad I got one in there. I think I only got one in there, but it was one. Was I, good saw it. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it. It was on yeah, Twitter. No, it was, Everybody saw it. It was, it was good. great. It was good enough. And, you know, that's exactly right, though. It's like we – I think that's another cool thing is that we support everyone. Yeah. Like we love to see our, our football team, like, 
because we're friends with them. You yeah. know what I mean? We've had classes with them. Especially like and now with this Athletes Village thing, you're probably in the same building with yeah, them a lot. And we know, and it's it's cool to see. It's it's unbelievable to see. Actually, it's it's just like a tight knit little community that we a bit little it big really community is. That we have. It really is. It's ginam. It's ginormous. That building. It's yeah, it's, it's no it's, more Beerman, right? No. <laughs> well, well, it's always Beerman, but no more Beerman. No more Beerman. All right. Uh, so you, we talked about Don. What was what was your impression of Don when you when you met him? intimidating really yeah he <laughs> it was a yeah he was intimidating i remember because i'm still but i was too i was pretty young at the time to like not have that good of like a public speaking skill yeah um so i like you know, like when he said like ask questions and all that i was I'm good. I don't have any. Like, oh, he I, asked like, if you had any questions. Yeah, I mean, and you like, didn't come with a little notebook with a bunch of questions. Yeah, I think I was more in just awe of like the situation I was in, and I remember like him offering me, and I was, right there you sat in the office. Yeah, I was and he in the office, you? and he offered me, and I didn't even like understand that he offered me. My dad was in the conversation actually in that time, and he was like, "You know what just happened?" And I was like, "No, what happened?" <laughs> <laughs> and he told me he's like you just got offered. I'm like, did oh you my did God. you accept or did you take a day? I I took my I took I waited two weeks. Yeah, you know? it's kind of yeah. It was. What other schools were you looking at? Uh, I had Wisconsin and North Dakota. All right. Um, so that was kind of those three. Yeah, and like that was kind of like the only three like I really wanted to. Okay. Um, and at this time, is mismatch committed? No, he hadn't committed there. No. So you didn't know that you had a buddy that was heading yeah. there, right? Uh, Reedy had, had committed before you? He committed you? like three days after me. Okay. So I knew they were really close. Yeah. I remember like that. really close. Like we were committing to get like there was no chance we weren't coming. As much as I uh, loved those days in YHH of getting all these 13, 14-year-old kids committing, I, I like it better the way it is now. Or yeah, I do too. I really do. Um, I mean, I love the all the fanfare that would come to our website when we would get a kid, you know, here's yeah. this Brandon McManus from Shattuck commits. Scott Reading, it's, it's great for publicity for our website to get all this stuff. But, man, there was one tweet, not related to the to your podcast at all, but there was one tweet when he, he'll be here next year, Chaz and Cruz, and they look like they're, like, literally 10 years old. And the tweet just blows up negatively. And I think that was kind of the – yeah, but it was kind of the cinch. It was the ending uh, where all the young recruiting should have come to an end. Yeah, it's bad stuff. All right. Uh, so you had Gens was on the staff when you're your freshman year. Um, who was the other assistant? Then? Scotty Bell. So Scotty Bell. Yeah, yeah. So that was your freshman year. Yeah. So what do you think of this? I mean, you got these three really big personalities coaching you. You're a freshman. Yeah. Eighteen uh, year old freshman. What's your take on on the Gopher program when when you got when it's when it's all shaken out here? So I mean, I loved Scotty Bell. Scotty Bell. I still. I. He actually just texted me two days ago or whatever when we were on on the road in Michigan, and I like we catch up sometimes. And um, he was a great guy. I loved him, and I love. I thought he had a great hockey mind, and I learned a lot from him. And um, kind of goes to show I'm still talking to him. So he's he's he made he definitely made an impact on me. And um, but yeah, I wish I, I had this in the script. You know, Scotty Bell comes into every one of my pod. He like interrupts all my podcasts. Yeah, he's a great guy. He makes, he's, you he know makes what? He's outgoing. He's yeah, outgoing. He it's, for sure is easy to talk to, and yeah. I think that's what it makes it. But he's also the one. The thing I liked about him is that he will give you the criticism when you need it, and he will make it hard for you when you need it. Yeah. So like he will be hard on you, but then you know when after the practice is over, he's just he'll you know shoot. 
you know, you know he's, he's going to be normal with you. Yeah. And he's going to, you know, play around with you. But when you need it and when he's trying to get his point across, he's not afraid to, you know, smack you in the butt a little bit and yeah. get going. And I think that's important. Um, did, did they have – did Gintz and Scotty Bell have roles where they, like, one defense, one yeah, offense? Was, I think Genner, one of them was power play, PK. I don't remember yeah, what Yeah, Gintz was uh, defense and PK and all that. And um, so it's kind of the same thing with our team right now is, uh, you know, Rabs is our defenseman coach and PK coach. And, um, you know, so – Gordo's the forwards? Gordo's Fordo or is, is – uh, Gordo is Fordo. Fordo, I love um, it. Both him and Bob are, are uh, forwards, but uh, practice-wise, Gordo is kind of, when we have, like, our forward D split, he'll run the forwards and uh, take us through, like, a little skill thing. And I love the way we're practicing right now. Our practices, I think, are perfect for um, both skill development and team development. And I think that having a day, like, we're in college, right? And like yep. Everyone's pretty skilled. Everyone has gotten, you know, their skills pretty much to a T. We still work on it constantly, and I think that is so important because every Monday, our Monday practices are, they're not team, they're not, we don't do, you know, five on five defensive zone, like, we're right. not doing that, we're doing, we're skating around cones, we're doing toe drags, we're shooting a puck off a, uh, off a backhand pass, you know, we're tight turning, and we're doing all the skill stuff, which is 100% what, you, what we should be doing because you should always be you know, investing in your skills, and then. And where does where does I, I've asked him this before, but where does Cal fit in to that regimen? And uh, granted, you guys have had just a terribly goofy schedule with the yeah, so with the Thursday, Friday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever it was. But in a normal week where you're playing Friday, Saturday, um, and you talk about your skills, you say have a skills day. You probably have an off day. Uh, but where does Cal fit in here with weightlifting and and that regimen of guys keeping you strong and and that kind of stuff? Cal for sure works us out hard. Um, we go Monday. If it was a normal year, so yeah, like, obviously with this weird right now, week, I'm right? not gonna put that in there because we're still like doing our like our Monday Wednesday workouts. They just come in at different days depending correct. on what day. So, correct, correct. But if it was just like our regular year, Friday Saturday, we would be Monday Wednesday would be working out. Lifting, and then lifting, upper body, lower body. Lift, oh, it's total body, total body, everything. Um, and then we usually get a little. It's that's two for sure, and then three maybe like a download. So a download is, um, kind of just getting your body like through the movements and no like heavy lifting. Um, okay, you know a lot of, uh, recovery. And I when say. does this workout happen? If practice is at Normal practice. When's a normal practice? Because I think so normal practice is like normal. one. Normal practice is one, and then you could either go in the morning, depending on your classes, and lift. Or, yeah. Or so you before just go or after practice. Yeah. How do you do that? Like literally, is so. I mean, usually don't you get pretty fatigued in practice? Yeah, I mean, I like to work out before practice, though. Right. People, a lot That's of people. That's what I'm saying. Some people don't, right? A lot of people hate it. A lot of people hate like that. A lot of people will just work out after practice. Okay. I think that my legs are more tired when I work out. At, when I don't work out before practice, really? Because I think I just think that like I'm, I, my body is more awake and more, I'm more like it's it's, it's an hour of work. Kind of a it's mental the, thing too, right? Yeah. Um, what does Cal think? You should work out before or after. I mean, Cal. I feel like Cal changes his mind every. Um, <laughs> well, because he's al- he's always got something going. That guy. He's got I, something that, new, that, right? That he's guy, cooking something new all the time, isn't a, he? I, it's every two weeks. I feel like it's something new. He's telling. He's doing something with us, but mad scientist. Right, a little bit. No, but he, 
I mean, you see some guys that go through his program, and you see the way they leave after their four years, and it's unbelievable how you how know, much they've changed. How much they've changed, and it's crazy. I hate to make this the Caldi show, but one more question: Have you ever done the the run, the the Mariucci run, where you oh run the my stairs? Gosh, yes, <laughs> and it's, and, hey. and I can you believe this? It took me this long to figure out you guys do this, and we run this like, camp. Why didn't you guys ever tell me to run this at the, the camp? What a great! The, wouldn't it be fun at the camp to make the kids? I will do that? not put that on anyone until they until. <laughs> Until they, they get to the until U? Until they get to the U because it... Tell us about the run. What do you it's do? It's just, it doesn't seem that bad, but if you know Mariucci and its stairs, they don't just, like, go up. No. They, they gradually like, get steeper and steeper. Like, yes. you start off the first four steps at the very bottom. Not a big deal. It's not a big deal. You get to the last four steps, and then it's, it, it's like... It's like a ladder. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. the most insane thing ever. So... You run down one... You start to the start corner, corner, right? You run down... And you run up, and then you go to the next corner. You run down, you run up. You go to the next corner. That's four. It's called four corners. Yeah. And uh, you do it three times, and for time. So you're wait, wait. Going. You you only but you do it once, then take a break, right? Yes. Okay. Right. So, what is your best time? Your the my personal the best time. Best time in in the in the four corners. Um. And man. I'm not gonna count the last time we did it because the last time we did, I honestly think you, you cheated. Have to, you, no, I think you have to be mentally prepared for it. Yeah, because it takes a whole because we were not expecting. Let me tell you, it is the worst <laughs> thing that we do. It is the worst <laughs> thing that we do. It's, you know, it, there's no fun a part of it. Like you know, mm-hmm. I, I like working out and like seeing your body change. Like that's the fun part of working out. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Being motivated, but this literally, this thing is the worst thing in the world. Um, there's no fun about it. So because like, you have to do it three times, right? Oh, and our whole team will. The first time isn't hard. The you first probably time's score pretty well on your first run. right? The first time's not hard at all. Yeah, it, I mean it is hard, but it's. I think that I think when you have to, when you realize that because you have to do it three times. Yeah. I think when you realize that you're in the second one and you still got to do it again, you're like you go down the stairs on that very second. So you start the second one. You're going down the stairs, and you literally just think to yourself, "There's how no, am I going to do it? There's no way." Like yeah. The amount of times I've thought about my to myself when I'm on that second run and I'm like, "There's, I don't think I'm doing this." Yeah, like I don't think I'm making. And I was Is talking, Cal always and, there? Yeah, because if I, Cal weren't there, would it get done? Oh yeah, it would still get done. Yeah, I mean it's our because we our team we will hold the, each other accountable. Okay, but like I we talk we we talk about it after we're dead for about five minutes or more than like twenty five hours. It feels like yeah. Um. We talk about it and we're like, yeah, I don't know how we just did that because we're all thinking like there's no way we're doing it. But that I think that's another good thing about that's why we do it probably because the mental like yeah, I, you know, I it's all mental. Get it's over all this mental. Hurdle, right? It it is all mental. Like it's yeah. like you're you that third one you're going like two miles an hour. You're barely yeah. you're you're hucking it up there. All right, so I asked you what your best time is. Do you remember what your best time is? It's like nine something. Really? Nine, yeah, like nine fifteen. That's for three of them nine, or for, not, for one of them? If I'm in the nines, I'm I'm I'm. A, that's for three. Yeah, no, that's just for for one. Or that's for three. Yeah, for three. It's for three. Uh, I don't know what my one is to be honest. Yeah, okay. I don't right. know what my one is because Cal told me that some guy did because, it in two minutes, like nineteen seconds. Because some guys, they don't go that hard for that first two laps. Yeah, they just jog it and then they want to finish hard. Right, which is how you should. Um, so funny story about that. Lafontaine, our goalie, obviously having a good year. Uh, he, he is. Did, I, he, I didn't know. We did four corners, um, and it was his first time doing four corners. And we, I've probably done four corners five times in my career. Yeah, yeah. 
five. Like That's it's it? not it's not yes, it's not like I've done Oh, it. it's not like a weekly oh, thing. Oh gosh, no. Oh no. <laughs> if we did, These poor kids are gonna we, come hey, to camp hey, next hey, year, we gotta would do probably it, be the best condition team in the in the world of all sports if we did that every week. But um so he's never done it before and he had no idea what to expect. So we're all we're all starting and like he's kind of in the back of the line, like starting and um we're, everyone knows that like how to go about it. Yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. all just like barely like jogging and like kind of saving. And you see him just he's buzzing, sprint right? Sprint the whole thing, and I'm like, oh, dude, this dude. guy <laughs> is not making it. Like this guy, <laughs> the, I, I, like it was it all like I couldn't laugh in the situation because I like was already in yeah. a lot of pain freaking <laughs> running it. But um, I see him like come around. Cause he was he fully almost lapped us. Yeah. And then on the third lap, like I'm literally right behind him. I'm like, laugh, man. <laughs> like I can't believe you did that. Yeah. Because he was dying. Um, how do you pronounce his last name? The announcers, I swear, it's in in America. We've always called him LaFontaine because yeah. of the. But the announcers a lot of them call him LaFontaine. Well, it's that's not that. It's LaFontaine. It's LaFontaine. LaFontaine. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I I it's funny to to see because there's people that say that like in in school and stuff and it's funny. It's not. He doesn't say anything about it though. He, he doesn't, doesn't really care. care. All right, he's know? a tomato we call tomato. Him, we call him laughter. It's yeah, like well, it says it right on his mask yeah. there. We'll we'll get to him in just a second. Um, talk through some of your your freshman year. I just want to go through your young guy stuff at the U, and then we'll we'll get to this year's team. Oh, before we get to, we talk four corners, uh, I'm gonna guess. And it's only a guess because I worked with a handful of you guys or about 10 of you guys over the last few years. I'm guessing your best four-corner guy is Ben Myers. He's definitely up there. Is he? Yeah. Who else? Who, who might surprise? Maybe Ranta? Sampo. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, I mean, you could tell who it is. <laughs> Watch the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's those two. Yeah, I would guess it would be those two. Johnny and Sammy are probably right in the mix, too. Just yeah, they, they got that yeah. that that build. The for thing it, right? is, though, that I've learned too is that the pace matters. Like, if so, we did it last time. The we pace did pace of the team. Yeah. Matters? So yeah, the last right. time we did it, we had three groups go, and the first group, like the person who was in front, didn't have like that good of a pace from like the second group. Right. So the person who finished first in the second group fin- would have finished like seventh right. in the other group because right. the pace is so much different. So like when we have the full team do it, obviously can't do it really right now because of yeah protocol but uh the pace is usually it's yeah i bet cal's just itching to get you guys on that four corners is me <sighs> all right let's let's go uh let's go some just i'm gonna throw some names at you from your early days uh now you're the leader you're the you're the jack ramsey of the team now let throw it out there freshman year you come in in a recruiting class uh uh, eighth overall pick, Casey Middlestats on the team. You know, he's got this shining light following him around. Everyone's talking about him. What was it like having a kid like that on your team for a year? And I mean, what did you was, know about him other than what you'd read? Pretty much that. Yeah. I mean, I'm always, like, obviously, like, knew the guy. We knew about each other, just playing against each other. And, um, you know, we obviously knew we were coming into school together. So we had his group chat going before we even got – like into school, right? Uh, with the freshman class, and um, I mean, he he was just a normal, you know, college guy that we had on our team. Like he, he, we ended up being really good friends just because we spent more time than you know all the other like sophomores, juniors, seniors. The freshman class is a pretty tight knit group. Yeah, um, we still are, you know, with the four that we have left. But um, he fit just like we fit. Just everyone fit in. It who was are the, uh, who are the four left? There's obviously you and Scott. 
Months was months in that class. Months was in the class, yeah. Okay, and Rossini obviously. And then Laugh came in to join yeah. us. All right, got so, it. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, we had we have obviously really good memories together, and you know, outside of hockey, and it was it's fun. It was every year is fun. Like every year is. You've had a blast. You've had, there's different people that come in. I think that's the coolest part too is that you get the new freshmen coming in, and it's yeah. fun. Like it's. You have different characters from every team, so it's it's awesome. I'm not sure which summer it was. It was last summer or the summer before you told me, man, I wish I could do this the rest of my life. This is the most fun I've had yeah, being it, at the university. It really is. I mean, it, and I think I'm saying this more because of the COVID year and yeah. just the way, like, stuff happens and kind of taking stuff for granted a little bit. Just, yeah. like, the little things, you know what I mean? Not just hockey, just – For sure. You know, the little things that, like – like Michigan, for instance, like being on the road, that'll be the last time. Yeah. You know, some of us will ever be on the road in Michigan at Yost Arena, like places that like you dreamed of playing in when you were 14, 15, and now you're doing it. You've played four years in it, and it's just like the la- that's obviously Laffer had that, you know, emotional game, and I could see like other people doing that because he actually really thought about it. And, yeah, like, he, he did. Like, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Like it's four years of the best years of your life. Yeah, and I think that's how powerful college hockey is, and being a part of the university, and I mean, it's just a special thing. Oh, you got a good outlook, that's for sure. All right, here's a kid, uh, Edina kid, won a bunch of state tournaments at, at, at Edina, uh, went to Ohio State to start with. Had kind of a, I would say, controversial or conf- uh, where he had this heart condition. Uh, uh, Tyler Nanny, what was it like to play with him? He was a, quite the character. Yeah, he is definitely one of the. Yes, he is great golfer you know too. By the way, he, he's unbelievable guy. Yeah, like that's what that's just the four and foremost. Like he is an unbelievable guy. And, um, you know, we called he he was a nickname enthusiast. I think that was the funniest part about him was that he had a nickname for every single person. What was his nickname first, for you? Oh, I had so I had. We don't need to be. <laughs> we Come on. Are they what? are they R rated G rated? Uh, kind of. I mean, All right, yeah. let's come on, throw one out there. Well, no, so I had a little bit of, uh, like, I was a little bit overweight for, you know. <laughs> I had surgery on my shoulder, and I took four months off. Yeah, you came in a little bloated. Yeah. And he, yeah? So, they, like, so some of the nicknames are Goat, you know. Yeah. But then he would start calling me Chubby Goat. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of like a motivational factor for me to not be Chubby Goat, but yeah. also, like, pretty funny. Yeah. Um. But, like, that's kind of, like, the beauty of what he did. He didn't care, like, how, like, offensive or, like, he just, like. He, he was, was funny who he and was, he right? Made it, and he made it, like, okay. You know what I mean? And it was funny. Like, I didn't care that I was being called Chubby Goat, even though I was being called Chubby. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he was a, he was an unbelievable guy. And, you know, he's well-spoken, um, you know, and he, and he had he had the best interest for, you know, what we all, what we all wanted. So it was, it was fun to be a part of him. Uh, all right, uh, my, one of my favorite guys who's ever worked our camp, he's like he only worked one summer for us, the, the, the stash, uh, Jack Ramsey. Uh, what are your memories of that guy? He's oh, a character. Stash. He is a character. You know, he's one of those guys, too, that is very outgoing and kind of just can put himself in any situation and, you know, go along with it. And, um, you know, it, is, it makes it easier for young guys to come in, too, because he wants to be friends with everyone, and he, he's – Another person that is a very good speaker and a very and a person that's easy to talk to and easy to get to know and um, so it was fun to play with him and obviously he's got the facial hair that's uh, kind of can do whatever he wants with that facial hair yeah um, 
you know, and he, yeah, he's just a, he's a quality, he's a quality human. It's too. so fun. I, I've talked about this work in the camps with you guys, and I'll tell you a story. I want you to elaborate a little bit on Ryan. Uh, Zulsdorf, the first year, he was a f- freshman. He was working the camp, and he was standoffish. Uh, he, he he didn't feel like he wanted to be there, didn't want to be around the kids. And by his fourth year working the camp with us, he was probably one of the best guys with the kids. He just grew yeah. up. You know, he matured a lot. And that's what and, you see a lot, too. It's you know crazy. what I mean? You see these guys like, yeah, he didn't really want to get into it. Novak never wanted to get into it, by the way. He could have cared less about yeah, the kids. But when, when, when Zulsdorf and Ramsey brought you guys in when you guys were freshmen, it was they they set the tone for we're gonna make yeah. this fun for the kids and you you could see that about Ryan too I'm sure that you saw him from your freshman year until your junior yeah. year grow up what do you think about Ryan now I mean it's a totally different person yeah it is uh, but it's for it's good though yes. he is he you know what and like his game got so I thought he got so much better too his yes. senior year and he was kind of like our defenseman that last he year. was the man he, he, you know he was like that guy that everyone you know we were like all right. He's going like you know we're going. Like he, it was, you know I love I got fortunate. I had three years with him, and you yeah. know he going back to his old is that he was kind of like one of the first guys that I got like really close with when I came in as a freshman outside yeah. of the freshman class, and so like it was you know I was very fortunate to have him. Yeah, it was fun to watch. I, I told Ryan that after I said, "Hey, you've really grown up." He said, "Thank you for noticing that." Yeah. You know, you don't really you don't really see it when it's yourself. You yeah, know? it was pretty easy to spot. Uh, okay, so we walked through some of those guys. Let's walk through that. Those are the guys of the past. Uh, we're gonna do a little uh, one word association. I picked out five gopher names here. Uh, you got to use only one word. If you got to use two, we'll we'll let it we'll let it slide. If it's if it's funny. We'll let you use two words. If it's not funny, you can't use two words. All okay. right? Are you ready to go? Yeah. Number one, we talked about him a second ago, Ben Myers. Tree trunks. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, uh, this one, what, let's talk about him a little bit, too, afterwards. Uh, be, uh, I think he's your roommate, Cullen Munson. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot. I mean, I've lived with the guy for four years. Yeah, and we've. Are you guys are like a married couple, aren't you? We, I mean, maybe. Like we. <laughs> I mean, we, in a, in a, where you guys get after like, each other a little it, bit. Yeah, I mean, like we've, we spent the seventeenth, or you've probably you know what seventeenth Avenue is, but the yeah, my the, daughter lives yeah, there right the now. The dorms yeah. we had, the summer between the seventeenth to the 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 swamp, which is our hockey house. We, we yep. had to live in like a a room together for a whole no summer. Way. Then we had to live at Swamp together. And we lived in another apartment together, and then now we're in this apartment right now together. So it's had a lot of uh, a lot of years. A lot together, of adjectives, right? Of, right? Um, I don't know what I want to say for months. I got one. What's, what's yours? Something My with a word for months. What's that? What's something with a muzzy or what? No, no. I'm gonna go warrior. He's kind you of guy what? who just yeah. really gets after everything he does. You know, you know and he, I think and he, that's he takes a great no credit one. for it. No credit. He would never – if he scored a goal, no credit. You know what I mean? He's just one of those guys that just – he what, 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 hey, you want to go do this? Yeah, sure, I'll do it. He would never say no to anything. Yeah. He's a warrior. I think the, I think it's a great depiction of – and it's a great depiction of how he plays too. Yeah. And, but also like him as he a goes person. about everything. It's yeah. unreal. Yeah. He's He'd a, be he's a, a great easy guy to live with, I would think. Yes. Easy going too. We're pretty right? much – I would say that we're pretty much – the same people in ways. Yeah, the except way you, don't have the, you don't have the mustache, though. Yeah. I feel like I'm a little bit more of a talker than he is, but other than that, our, 
I know I'm a bit. I'm. I talk a lot more than he does, but you know what? He's pretty funny though. Oh, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. He's. Oh, it's good. Yeah. All right. So what's you want? Borrow my word. You want warrior? Yeah, we'll take your word. All right. All right. Scott Reedy. Specimen. Yes. Yes, perfect. Yeah, perfect. I like that. Perfect. This guy uh, works out. If you've seen him worked out, this guy can. Who reads? Oh yeah, he's his body has changed. Cal and you beats. know what? He Remember was you always, talk about those guys like he was always like a strong like big dude. Yeah, but, like his body right now. If, if you've seen it, it's like. It, well, we see him every summer. It's just changed. It's I remember changed. sophomore to junior year, that summer when he worked with us, I'm like, Reedy, what happened? He's like, yeah, I put on like 20 pounds. I'm like, looks like 40. Yeah. Y- you know what I mean? I agree with that. All right, next one, uh, Sammy Walker. Um, I don't want to go into the basic because like, cause he is our – he's like our hour, like leader, leader. You know oh, yeah. I mean? Like he's our – he's our guy. He's your you spirit know? animal. We, we got like those three guys that, you know, the word letters, but like – He's our guy. He and, is. You know, when he, I mean, I like, I don't want to just say he's just like the, but he is. Like, that's what he is. That, he's so your, your word's going to be our guy? Yeah, our guy. Yeah. He's our guy. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Oh. That guy, I absolutely love that guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, he's a one of a kind character, too. Oh, we, That's yeah. the beauty of our team is that a lot we, of have, we have guys that are just one of a kind people, like people that I've. You know, like you can sometimes like uh, you kind of, you remind me of this person. Like, no, you are this person, this person only. Only, right, right, right. I agree that there is only one. He is one of a kind. I've told the story uh, a couple dozen times with people, but we, I will interview. You don't, you never live this, but I always interview our high school player of the year finalist. So I did Casey yeah. twice, and Sammy Walker was a finalist. And when he was a finalist, you go over to Braemar half hour before practice and set up the equipment and. Do the interview, 15 questions in 60 seconds. We did them up at camp, yeah. you know, whatever. And literally, we, we're shutting things down, and he's rolling up the, the YHH tarp. He's pl- unplugging stuff, helping out. I'm like, you can go to practice, you 18-year-old punk. You don't have to. Nope. He stuck around, held us, escorted us out to the parking lot, said goodbye. Yeah. Like, this is like, he's like a 45-year-old guy, you know, who kind of picked up on this stuff. And that's just who the guy is. He is the nicest kid. And when he does well, everybody cheers. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> everybody cheers. It's and awesome. a great article. I'm sure you knew the story about his, you know, being born yeah. that way. But the article that Jess wrote about him was just detailed it to perfection. Yeah. It was great. Great stuff. All right, last one, one of my all-time faves, Robbie Stucky. I got so, oh, man, Stucky. Um, I don't know. I, you can call him Wanky. You can Wanky? Call him, I like that. You can call him. He doesn't him, have much of an upper body. Let's just say that, right? He, yeah, he's, <laughs> he, you know what, though? That guy can run a power play. Oh, yeah. He's And our coach loves that he can do that, too, because – I love him too. So I you love know him. How hard that is! Too. You know how hard that is. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, Stucks, you've been out for 14 minutes. Go out there it's right so now. Hard. And you know, it's it. I can only imagine how frustrating it could be. Wait, but like, plus he's sitting the whole time. Yeah, a lot of times. A lot of times. Number now, one now go on the power play where like, your legs are all stiff. How do you do that? I think that he's going to have a bigger role this year. Yeah, I think, I think. He, he could get in there more. Um, we don't really know because he didn't play. Did he play a series with with the big three here or? No, Did he started with Michigan. No, he was still out. So he was. So he, um, no, but he when yeah, I mean he 
He's going to be fine this year. Yeah, he's and great. He's going to be a really good power play guy for us. My name for him is going to be, and again, I'm going to break my own rule, shots on goal. I mean, it always oh, hits the net. He yeah. never hits a shin pad, ever. This guy is unreal. And you know what? I remember telling him last year, I was like, Stucky, you can shoot the puck better than anyone. Like, you need to put it on that more. And he... He is Mr. On Goal. And it he always literally gets to the goalie's pads. Because I, when I watched the last four games, which I think I'm fortunate for that too because you learn a lot. Yeah. You learn a lot about just a different perspective of it. And I noticed that this guy doesn't miss the net. And when he does shoot it, like, it's perfect shots. It's not just a shot that's, you know, in the sh- – it's deflecting off someone. It is literally – Five feet off, not even. It's it's a, it's five, five inches, inches off five the inches ice. off the ice and perfect, right on the pad for a rebounder, right yeah. for a tip, right in front. Of, it's awesome. Yeah, he's great. That's my guy. Shots on goal. Uh, okay, um, here's a trick. A uh, couple trick questions, and we'll talk a little about the the team. Uh, a friend of mine sent me this text, who remains nameless, um, uh, and he said, "What are here's five reasons." why the Gophers have had such a sudden success this year. Um, the first one is the selfish guys are gone. Um, the first one is the team is bu- – second one is the teams are buying into what Moscow's selling. Um, and that's – that you could read into a lot of what that is, meaning uh, the team is finally – the team and the staff have finally started to get their groove together. Uh, they're f- comfortable with each other, right? Um, the younger guys, you know, you get these young guys in there, the Johnsons and the uh, Fabers and these guys that are having some success early on. They're pushing out the older guys. They're, they're starting to take over the team. You're one of the older guys, so you're going to take exception to that one. You should probably choose that as your answer. Number four, which is a great one, Paul Martin. And then number five is hot, hot goalie. Um, so of those five, which one do you think is the secret to the success of the team this year? I think we're going to go with number five right now. Ooh, because you answered because, two earlier. Yeah, you answered two when before we started the show. I think five, though, after more like th- like looking at it, because I I've told I think I've I don't know I've talked about him a lot. Yeah, because everyone wants to know about it. Yeah, this guy has I've never seen a player right now in my last. And my career ever. You've never I, had a goalie this good. If you look back through your career, have well, you? Well, not just that. I've you know, yeah, I've all like we had Robson. Robson right. was outstanding. Yes. Robson was a was yeah. crazy good. Um, I'm saying just a person that's never. I've never seen a person that's more dialed in and more well prepared for like a season slash a game slash a practice slash a, a workout. Like this guy is on a whole nother level right now, and it's infectious. Like yeah. it really is, and like the the passion that he has right now is truly like I've like I don't think any of us have ever seen it. Like he was crying in front of us today, or in the and after because he gave, we gave him the hard hat. You got to give him a hard hat oh. like those. Um, and he the emotion that he had with it, it, it that's infectious too, and that just goes to show you how like how much he cares and how much you know effort that he puts in to being the best and so most people don't know they'll only get this here or maybe through if they read deep into some of the articles about the 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 second game at michigan um obviously everyone knows he went to michigan and he just swept his his former team uh but what what doesn't get seen um 
is the press conference. He comes out, and it's a Zoom call, so he's holding up this phone. And he literally, I thought he was wiping sweat out of his eyes. Uh, but he kept wiping sweat out of his eyes, and then he puts the Zoom call up, and he's bawling his brains out because yeah. he's super upset and really uh, – or, or not upset, but really emotional about what had just – you know, he played yeah. his last game. He just beat his former team. Um, it, it was something I've – in sports that I've covered, I've never really seen that yeah. level of emotion. Walk through some of the the what maybe led to that uh, that that exchange. Yeah, I just you know knowing Jack, he is a very like. I'm trying to. I don't know how to like really. Say, I I think he is. He cares a lot about something that he puts his effort into. Right. You know what I mean, as anyone should, but this guy is like, you know. To the he, nth degree, he, right? He, the way I think he runs his life is the way he's a professional. Like, he truly is. And I think he's going to have a, one heck of a career because of the way he goes about his life. Like, um, But anyways, I think that Michigan, I mean, we don't, you know, no one really, we don't really need to get into anything like crazy. But, you know, he, I think it did take a little bit of a toll on him. He and left for a reason. Yeah. He didn't I mean, leave because he I was don't happy, think he right? Pl- I don't think he played a lot in Michigan. Right. Um, and they were bringing Strauss Mann in, who was yeah, probably so the best, think, most decorated goalies. I think that, you know, mentally that has to be, you know, that has to take a hard toll on you. And then you got to go to juniors again and play juniors and make sure you have a good year in juniors because you, you got yourself to that position where you were a draft pick and you got yourself to a position where you could play college for University of Michigan, another quality Big Ten school. Right. And then you just see everything, like, not go your way and you work so hard for it and it's just like that – can be mentally tough. It yeah. It's not. It's like, that's hard. So then he has to go to juniors and he comes and we, you know, we give him a chance to play for us. And it, he didn't have, he didn't have the starting job right away, you know? Well, he it and Mo were basically 50-50 him and They year. were playing 50-50 and, yeah. you know, and just, he battled it and he, he won that, he won that job. And, um, you know, you saw glimpses of it last year in the second half and, you know, his summer this year, I've like, obviously with quarantine and, a little different, but that guy, I don't think anyone worked harder than that guy. Right. Like, that guy is, he's a one-of-a-kind person, and he's a one-of-a-kind athlete, and to for us to have him is, You're lucky. is very lucky, and it's we're lucky the way that he's, like, just really I mean, involved himself with our hockey team, but we're also, like, it's such a cool thing to see what just happened in Michigan. And maybe what happened in Michigan, maybe he's thinking, maybe what's going through his head is that maybe it was a good thing to have some of that disappointment and really oh, fired I, him up, I'm right? A full, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm pulling up some uh, – this is while we're here. Uh, all right, yeah, this is a great line. I love it. Uh, Reedy was on the call, too, and they were asking him about Jack. And this is Scott said, no guy deserves it more than Jack. Yeah. Sums it up perfect, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, what, does that mean because he, he's working hard or just such a consummate? Throw? I just think he I, just the it's what we see as a team. Yeah, and it's what we and how he like the his speeches are sometimes like he because we give speeches before the games. Yeah, and, you know, each one of the leaders has like their own like thing that they do ritual that they do, and when we're behind the net, he's the one that talks in that time, and it's almost like he like comes up with stuff as if like he thinks he's in a movie because like it's crazy like how like how much passion you you could just really? hear from like come out of his voice 
And it's, like, cool to see because I've never played with a person that had that kind of passion before with a speech. And really? it gets you fired up. It's straight out of a movie, it almost seems like. <laughs> and it's un- and it's unbelievable. And, like, we Do you kinda- guys ever, like, wink at each other? Like, oh, here yeah. we go. Oh, here we yeah. go. Oh, my, I, I've si- I'm right next to Stodiker, right when, and behind the net, and I always look at him. I'm like, here he goes. This is insane. <laughs> like, But uh, it makes me smile. But, like, looking back, like, it's – it's cool. Like, it's unreal, and it gets us fired up, and, you know, we got to stick with it. We got to stick with our Do you our think? Do you think this uh, – let's talk about you really quick. Uh, we don't want to talk specifically, but uh, how injured are you? You walked perfectly fine uh, into the interview today. Uh, walk through your energy. How, how soon will you be back? Yeah, so um, obviously – If there were a series a- this Saturday – or no, no. If there was a series next weekend, would you be able to play? I would – I believe I would be playing, yes. Okay, all right. So I think the break helps for even that much more for my sake. Um, so I will be back for the next one for sure. Um, obviously, just – We get back in the lineup, they're hot. They, they've won without you. They don't need you. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't, need, they don't even need the three defensemen. That <laughs> no, they don't need them. Why, we, why bother, right? too much depth. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it was obviously unfortunate, and it sucks. You know, it's – did did the injury did the injury happen? Yeah, so it was in a game or in practice. It happened in the last shift of the second period okay. against Ohio State. Did you skate the rest of the game? No, you see, you were out. It was the literally with twenty five seconds left in the second period, and um, yeah, no one really saw it. So I don't really want. I didn't. It's good that no one saw it either. Like right. It's, no one really needs to know about injuries these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it obviously is it's tough. I hate I hate sitting. You know, yeah. but it's also a good thing because you get a whole different view of the game when you watch. And we talked about that when I gave you the list. Paul Martin was on the list for secrets of success. You said you sat next to him. Yeah. Uh, during the was it the Michigan series or both series? Both series. Both series? Yeah. Okay. What did you learn from having a guy like so, that? Yeah, Paul is. You know, he. I love that he's a part of our team right now, and I think that he's he's pretty crucial to our success too because he understands the game to a whole nother level than what coach Mott's knows coach Rabs knows like all these guys because he's legit been in it he's lived it and he's lived he's made a living off it like the guy knows what it takes and the guy is like for a forward he's obviously a defenseman for a forward it was really cool for me to talk to him because of you know where to be a for a forward in this certain situation and right. like what he wants a forward to be doing because he obviously being a defenseman like we, I want to help defensemen just as much. You know, defensemen need the help, the, for, the help from the forwards. Yeah. Um, and it was just pretty cool to see like his tips that he was given and like his notes that he was jotting down and. Um, do you think his. he could coach college hockey? I think he could. Does he? I mean, does he seem he, like he, he wants he, to he, do that? No, I don't. Doesn't I, seem I, he, like he wants to be more of a family guy. Stay yeah, home. Yeah, I mean he's. Yeah, I mean I'm kind of the one talking a lot more than he is. Right. But, right. Um, no, it's pretty a key. Is a, has a great hockey mind, and it's it's like, it's really cool that he's a part of our team. Like it's it's something that like, you can't really take for granted either. It's easy to, but you yeah. Can't. Uh, he must he's got these D on your team. I mean, you guys went from like zero to sixty uh, on the oh, blue line. I, I'm like in the thinking last about years. our D. Like our I think our seventy, right? Are like that are in the lineup. They're all like legit. I I can't believe it. Yeah, and it's. I talked to like uh, people, like alumni on our team, like from the last when I was a freshman and sophomore, and they're just like, "Wow, 
Like this Look at is, that. It's crazy. It's 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 almost back to the to the uh, the good old days with Paul Martin and Climber yeah, I mean, and and those it, guys. It's fun too. It is fun having like like they want the puck on their stick on a breakout. They want that puck. They don't want to yeah. give it up, and it's cool. Like it's like that's what we need. Yeah, you know, and it's it's. It's not just it's fun to watch like and it makes us better. It makes us like okay, take it. We'll we'll support you and then the you know, it's just a team we're playing as a team right now and it's I think that's the number one thing. I'm going to give you one play that kind of besides all the saves that LaFontaine <laughs> makes, right? I'm going to give you one play that uh really jumped out at me it was it was the Brodzinski goal. So uh you got Ben Myers who basically hounds this guy from Michigan D, hounds him, finally takes the puck from him, comes up with it, and he's got he's walking in all alone. Yeah, I right? didn't think he, he was gonna pass it. <laughs> See, yeah. stop, you're taking my thunder here. He's got a good shot on goal. But instead of firing the shot, the other D who's just rushing over there because he saw that how much time and space that Myers had, he then this slid this little sneaky pass to the probably one of the best shooters on your team that's in the lineup. Okay, because there's another guy out of the lineup who, who's also a pretty good shooter. Gets it to Brodzy and he buries it. That play right there is a different – that's a different play than than the previous three years at the 100%. university. Agree with that? 100%. Hustle, unselfish, finish. That's kind of the story of your team this year. It really is. Yeah, it kind of summed our, it up. But, you know, our power play the last – besides that – you know, we I think the second half of my sophomore year we kind of dialed that power play in, but last year our power play was horrific. Yeah, like it, it's not like the personnel changed either. No. Like it's like we have the same power play, but our power play this year is we're hitting like thirty percent right now. Yeah, you know, and I think that when you're doing the right things five on five, when you're doing the right things as a team, like in just general, you just that much more confidence to going into a power play. It's not like we're doing anything different on the power play. It's yeah, it's not like we're doing you know anything crazy. And you're not scoring a ton of goals. You're not blowing teams out. But I think another one of the key things, and I'm not sure if this is preached or is it just happening as a result of uh, being better, but you're not taking any penalties either. No, we're not. We've had, what, 18 penalties this whole year? Yeah, it's 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 pretty fun to watch that you're yeah. never in the box. And then when you, you – you, you didn't I didn't really notice it until you watched the Michigan State and Michigan, Michigan teams who were taking dumb penalty after dumb penalty after dumb penalty and just basically yeah. giving you two more minutes. There was one of the games, I think it might have been uh, – I'm not sure which game it was. It was the game where Brinky was at – they were on the power play to end the game, and he just kind of stood there. Yeah, the other I team, know. I kind of got a little bit mad at him, too. I was like, Brinky, like, you never go on the power play, man. Like, you have 23 <laughs> seconds for an opportunity to score. I liked it. It was like, you're not going to come. I'm just going to hold it right yeah. here. I thought it was smart of him. No, it, it is smart, but I wanted – I was yelling from the freaking press box. I told him to shoot, shoot the puck, and there was no one in front of the net. Because I was like, Brinks, you're not on the power play ever, like – I want you to score a power play goal. No, like, and he did score for the record. That was not Reedy's goal in that in the last game. I mean, I've heard. I hate bo- to take points bo- away. Yeah, no, hey, I think they both would have got the point, which is yeah, so. I think that's it's, all that I think that's a a, a manner that we're gonna have to discuss between the two of them. That's true because they're both getting the point because yeah, exactly. Yeah, I suppose so, that's because I think Reedy doesn't get a point. If Brinky no, gets, gets the goal, gets the point. Reedy, I believe that he shovel it around. I think Reedy shot it off the net and it came to Brinks. And okay, then, all right. So the, yeah, but Fair we enough. don't. You know what though? If let's not don't don't change anything on a good thing, right? No, yeah. I mean, they're Keep both it. getting the point. It doesn't really matter. But that's true. That's true. Hey, we don't know. 
All right. Well, this has been a blast. I think we've covered a lot. We've covered your team. Uh, now we get the last section of the uh, of the show. We have this segment called "If You Could," um, and I, I want to ask you uh, if you could play because you guys only get to play Big Ten opponents this year. Um, if you could play one uh, non Big Ten opponent, you get to pick uh, who you get to play. Who's it going to be? Um, I think it'd kind of obvious with North Dakota. <laughs> Why is it obvious? Other than the fact that, see, now I ask you that because you're from California. You don't, yeah. you didn't live through some of these bench clearing brawls and yeah, but you all you hear and national it. championship games. You never lived through it. Uh, they are our natural rival. North Dakota is. Um, you've played them. They thumped you pretty good last year. Yeah. Um, Tell me why. Why? Why? Why do you want to play? Um, I bet I got a few reasons. If you if you don't have them yourself, yeah, I mean, so obviously the rivalry is one. Yep. Um, I think the number two is, you know, we're we're could be one or two this next you know ranking trip. Um, you know, we're three right now. They're one, two. Or, yep. And that's a, already a game for success right there. Yep. And, um. We got thumped last year. The thing with last year is we got thumped that first game, eight to three or something like that, nine to three. But that next game was a three-two hockey game. Yep. The next game was a close game, and we were not a good hockey team that first half last year. Yeah. We were not good. We were too young, and I hate that excuse, but we were like we weren't as a team yet. We were still figuring stuff out. Well, Lacombe and Johnson were in your top four, so you were and, really young. Yeah, and that second half, obviously, we turned it around. But we want revenge on that, and we, you know. I just that's the it's, squad. It's going to be if we ever play them, it will be a completely different game. And you know, it's the, it's a rivalry. It's 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 what hockey's all about, and that's scary, what you live for. The that's scary the, part, though, the way this lines up, the way college hockey's going to line up this year, when there's a playoff, when there's a, you're going to get either UMD in, in in a regional final. You're going to get, assuming everyone continues to play the way they do, you're going to get your chance at UMD or UND to go to the Final Four. It won't be in the Final Four. It may be yeah. in the regional. You're, it, it's, it's do or die. I mean, this is going to be your career going to be on the line when you face one of those two teams. Yeah. Think about sinking your teeth into one of those two teams. I'm sure you've seen them this week, the last yeah. 10 days. They're good. Yeah, they are. They're, those, two, those two teams and Denver remind me a lot of your guys' team. Deep, great goaltending. They yeah, have it Denver all. Denver looks good too. I don't like how they're zero and three because they're not an zero. No, they no, no. They just no, played no. good teams. They beat they, North Dakota the other night. Tight so. games. Yeah, no, they're they're a good hockey team. The that's, way they played. They, that's a really good team. All right, so your choice is is uh, North Dakota. Anything yeah. else you want to add? We've been here. We went the full ninety minutes, young man. That's pretty I know, impressive. That's it. That's pretty I mean. impressive. I'm impressed. Uh, I'm gonna just wrap it up here with a quick sponsor read. Thanks, Brandon, for joining us today. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, uh, the. Minnesotan, they give gifts of tradition and nostalgia you can't find anywhere that your people will love. Guaranteed. This place is worth the drive to downtown White Bear Lake. Check them out online at theminnesotan.com. Brandon will get a hat here from the Minnesotan. And if you want to buy one yourself, go online at theminnesotan.com. Get a 15% discount if you use the word YHH in the code or tell them when you get to the store. Thanks a lot for joining today on the Minnesotan Podcast.